0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the second year of FlightCast. If you've been with us at any point during the past year, you'll know that this little podcast pays tribute to the not-so-little mobile flight simulator, Infinite Flight. If you're just stumbling in here for the first time, welcome, enjoy the show, and please head over to the App Store or Google Play and download Infinite Flight if you haven't already. With me today in the FlightCast virtual studio is Mr. Mark Skyhawk Heavy Denton. Hey, hey, Mark. Hey, hey. Hey. And joining us for this episode are FlightCast regulars, Infinite Flight ATC moderator Tyler Shelton and ATC moderator Joe Riley. What's up, guys? Hey. Yo, yo. Guys, before we introduce our very special guest today, let's get some business out of the way. I'm excited to announce the launch of our brand new FlightCast website, which will have launched as you guys are listening, so you can... Check out the new website at flightcast.audio if you're not already there, and listen to episodes, and check out some of the new profiles for these guys that are here with me today. Uh, so guys, you've seen the new website. Does it meet your standards of excellence so far? Yeah, I
1: think it looks great. It looks real good. Joe? If I can it's find nice. a picture of me
2: not holding a beer or a baby, uh, we'll be, we'll be we'll good to go. Or with goat. Yeah, well, that was well, the hardest part. Yeah.
0: yeah, that would be ideal if you don't mind. Yeah, not a pro- I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, thanks for being here. I uh, I was initially going to just do this episode as, hey, we've been here one year, let's chat for a little while, and uh, but with the release of the new update that kind of took me by surprise a few weeks ago, I thought, oh, will we let's see if we can get uh, somebody from FDS here. So we've got Philippe kind of standing by and uh, we're going to have a little chat with him at some point soon. He can wait until Mark's done with his questions.
1: Yeah, uh, which I actually have a couple, surprisingly. All right, uh, let's do it. Okay, well, Jay, you know, just what actually led you to start Flatcast over a year ago?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think as as many content creator content creators will tell you, um, there seemed to be an audience for it. And that's what you want as a content creator is to uh, be in front of an audience and have something to say to somebody who will care. So, um, you know, we had IFFG really was the the thing that made me realize, oh, man, there's literally tens of thousands of people who have an interest in this. And and, and then as the forum grew and kept growing, then it was obvious that, um, you know, People were interested in hearing something and I need a, I'm a creative person, I'm a musician and a web developer and I need an outlet for that. So uh, I'm not the type of person that just kind of is your average participator. So yeah, I would say that that's probably what led me to start something and uh, I'm a big fan of listening to podcasts, so it seemed natural. So,
1: So it was created as a result of your creative ADD? Yeah, it's a good way
0: to put it. Yeah, no. <laughs> he was bored. <laughs> he was <laughs> bored. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, how do you keep coming up with the ideas or the topics, guests, and so on? I mean, where do you come up with all this stuff at?
0: Yeah, well, at first that was a pretty big concern. I, I thought, well, you know what? We'll do we'll do a, an episode um, every two weeks, and we'll just find out when we run out of content. And luckily. The guys at Flying Development Studio don't stop working tirelessly and expanding their empire and making things bigger. So there's always something to talk about, it seems like. But at first, um, you know, some people came out of the woodwork and they came to me. Um, I went looking for people. Mm -hmm. I started talking to some of the pilots and air traffic controllers that we had kind of uh, on Facebook that were chatting with us and on Slack and things like that. Uh, we had pilots and ATC joining um, the IFATC crew, so those guys were easy to, you know, bring on board on the podcast. And then I think at, at some point with the three of us, and especially Mark, we started just chatting. And those episodes actually tend to have a higher listenership when we just chat and be ridiculous. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it it it's still somewhat of a a stressor, but. Uh, at the end of the day, when just when I think, "Oh, who are we going to book next?" there always seems to be somebody. And actually, you I've you have me and Tyler and Mark on. That's <laughs> what exactly. Well, yeah, and and I there's no. I'm not going to have any shame in admitting that if I run out of ideas, I call you guys. <laughs> because well, there's the, always
1: the, there's always the Christmas special that we know we're going to have every year. Yes.
3: Yes. Hopefully Joe's working on a new poem as we speak. I, I need to remember the
0: old one. We need to dust that one we'll off. Do, we'll do a little refresher as Christmas gets closer, but um, yep. I'm not ready to think about Christmas yet. We've got still got some warm weather around here. Even And uh, even possibly up here a Canada.
3: September episode coming up.
0: Yes. That might oh. be a good one. You know what? Let's just... Uh, yeah, good call, Tyler. Let's just talk about that a little bit. Unfortunately, and this is the super sad, you know, pouty face emoji... Um, Joe can't be there with us in the fall, but, um, some of us, we're going to, we'll maybe Skype you and Joe. Yeah. If you're not yeah, holding be, a new baby be up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's family is growing and he's not going to be able to join us, but some of us are heading to a undisclosed location, undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah, in uh, America. <laughs> and, uh, we're going to get together with, uh, a group of us. Um, hopefully, uh, Laura's coming. We've got uh, Stephen Wilson, who steven has been like, um, I got to give a shout out to him because he's a huge, huge behind the scenes flight cast supporter. Um, couldn't, couldn't do the show without Steven's support. Um, and he's, he's been
3: around since day one too. Probably one of the most loyal people I know to infinite flight since when I first oh, yeah. started playing, he was probably one of the first people I met on IFFG. Oh, nice. I didn't actually know that.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah, very cool. And he's, Tyler, he's you and been you and your wife have hung out with Stephen and his family already, right? Yeah, we met last year um, at, at a,
3: I guess, kind of like a, uh, what is it, it, like an air it show? It was An air show. Yeah, yeah. So we mm-hmm. met up last year, and his family is really nice. So we're looking forward to hanging out again.
0: Yeah, nice. So Steven as a matter of fact, there.
1: that was that was the weekend you took that picture in the T thirty four, right?
0: It was lots of yep. warbirds around. And to see that picture, head over to flightcast.audio and go to the Your Hosts tab on the menu. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's right above the the goat picture. (laughs) Right beside, actually.
0: (laughs) Uh, And uh, Stephen is uh, also, uh, many of our IFATC controller group have had Stephen flying around incognito and they didn't know it. Um, Stephen was part of our quality assurance group that used to always fly around. And um, so, yeah, big part of uh, our group there. Uh, We're hopefully going to hang out with Mr. Jared Hodge uh, while we're there and Mr. Skyhawk Heavy, of course, and Tyler. And I think your wife's going to be there. Melvin? Yeah, Melvin's going to be there. there. Yes, I just heard that the other day. Melvin is trying to make it. It's going to be great. I'm excited. As Tyler It'll once fun, said, fun event. "We're gonna be the strangest group of friends <laughs> hanging, hanging out." Yeah, and, sure. yeah I don't so. know
1: if you can. I don't know if you're fast enough to be able to have the bleep button ready for a live podcast. But it should <laughs> you know, be fun.
0: It, it's not gonna be a live podcast. I think what we might do is we'll set up the we'll set we'll set up a live Facebook uh, feed. Actually, so that yeah, that would be live. I don't know. I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about that. <laughs> Do it early
3: in the trip before Mark gets drunk.
0: <laughs> yeah. Before Mark has Man, his transfusion. Be, Fresh yeah, out
3: of I'll the s- car, just put the mic in front of his face <laughs> and say, let's get
0: this over with. Yeah. I'll,
1: have the, I'll go ahead and have the, uh, the IV going on the trip up there. Oh, great. So, uh, yeah, the transfusion should
0: be uh, steadily going by the time I get there. Well, that's legal in the South anyway, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You can have open containers and IVs.
1: Sir, I need you to step out of the vehicle. Officer, I'm too drunk. You're gonna have to get in. Uh, let me here, let me move these beer bottles for you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Joe's drunk right now. <laughs> you know. So
1: <laughs> What's what, the officer one, problem? Monday afternoon.
0: <laughs> yeah. And actually, just to finish off this train of thought, guys, on the on the last question, um, coming up with podcast guests. This fall, we're going to start into some, I'm hoping, I've already got one on the calendar, is to get into some guests that may even not have anything to do with Infinite Flight at all, except that maybe they've just tried it. Sort of like the Steve Thorne vibe from Flight Chops, where it's like, hey, we have a chance to interview someone who's a part of the aviation community, and is awesome and creates amazing content and we'd love to chat with them. And by the way, if they're able to give infinite flight a try, awesome. And um, so I think that's just a kind of a win-win. We get to talk to someone who's doing something great in aviation and um, maybe they get to give infinite flight a little plug, you know? So that's yeah, the best way we can improve too. Yeah. So uh, they're going to share it again. on uh, go ahead
3: said so that's the best way we can improve too, because I just um, had a supervisor of mine um, that works with me at the tower. He's been controlling for 15 years, so he just gave Infinite Flight a try. So watching him struggle through some of the uh, issues that maybe you know makes Infinite Flight not as user friendly as it can be for a brand new controller that's finding their way around the system. So it helped me take some notes and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So having new people, you know, fly or control really helps us create a better product
0: much faster nice yeah that's a good point
1: yeah i had the uh i had a similar situation i was telling tyler about it uh friday when i took my macbook up to the computer store to upgrade my ram from four to eight only to leave with two gig
2: (laughs) cam i didn't know cam worked in alabama
1: (laughs) (laughs) um While I was there, uh, you know, talking with the guys and everything, um, you know, they asked what I did and I told them about infinite flight and, uh, showed them the app. And, uh, one of the guys actually downloaded it right then. And, you know, he, he's a huge aviation enthusiast. He's wanting to get his pilot's license and, and all that. And so I was telling him about the different live subscriptions and he said he was going to go ahead that night and download live plus, uh, because of the better deal. So uh, that that turned out to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah, very cool. I was doing some plane spotting yesterday at, excuse me, well, for listeners who are hearing this on Wednesday, uh, this was on Sunday, at uh, Pearson International in Toronto. And when I got home, I got an email from Damien, who's a a forum member, and he said, hey, I was right there beside you. (laughs) I was like, why didn't you say hello? But he wasn't sure that it was actually me until I... Posted on Instagram. So I'm going to maybe let people know ahead of time next time because we have an IFATC uh, member who's – is it Bob? Uh, There's somebody who lives right around the corner. He's near Pearson anyway. So, yeah, I might announce early next time. Have a little meetup. All kinds of cool stuff happens when you –
2: I probably won't be able to make that one either.
0: (laughs) No. But Joe, you are – Planning on coming? Was it this summer at some point to Toronto for a bachelor thing?
2: Yeah, uh, that happen? still... happened. Nah, TBA. Okay. I don't know.
1: I'm well, I'm a last minute type of person. He's still trying to get it cleared to where he can leave the country. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He got a couple of warrants to take care of first. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you let me know and we'll, I'll come up, come over there and give you a hug. All right, man. Okay. So, Mark, why don't you give us a little infinite flight pilot community update well before
1: i do that i I have one last question um
0: okay yeah and this is
1: probably the most important question of all but oh great how has knowing joe tyler and myself how has it simply enriched your life and made you the person that you are today
0: um in so many ways think carefully I've, I've learned new words. (laughs) (laughs) I've, I've further, I've I've solidified my views as a pacifist. And (laughs) I've, I, but on a serious note, (laughs) I've, I've, these are some friendships I didn't expect to have, you know, a year and a half to two years ago. So it's, it's awesome. It has enriched my life to be honest. And, uh, like Mark said a couple months ago, he said, you know, this it's weird when you, you, I, I've never had, um, virtual relationships before, <laughs> you know, I haven't done online <laughs> dating. I don't, I'm not a gamer. Um, and I, I've had friends who, you know, my buddy, uh, Ian was almost in somebody's wedding and he, he had never met him, but they were great friends because of, uh, an online community. And, um, I thought that was weird, and I don't think that's weird anymore because, you know, you develop great friendships with people, and yeah, we just have a lot of this this one huge thing in common, which is fantastic. And I know there's a lot of people in our community who can also say that. So, thanks, guys. So, do you
1: find yourself using dumb more? Um, Yes. (laughs) There
0: there is no question. Can, Can you now identify a wide variety of guns? I can. I know the difference in some cases between a, a regular rifle and an assault rifle. Um, Actually, they're
1: not assault rifles. AR, let me just go ahead and give you a little. Oh um, oh, no, come no, on. You know what? Uh, I'm gonna, AR look at the time. stand for assault <laughs> rifle. Look at it the time. It stands for Armalite, who was the first
0: manufacturer
1: of the AR. We're going to so, lose Philippe. I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Anyway,
0: when, moving along. When we're hanging out next month, I'll be uh, I'll be stepping out onto the patio when you guys <laughs> start talking politics or ammunition. Armors. Or yeah. Show,
1: showing showing. <laughs> Mark revenge. told
0: me to bring my new build, and I said no because Jason's
3: going to come back home. <laughs> and I don't want. No, that. <laughs> you know what?
0: You got. Listen, I've been to the shooting range. It's a ton of fun, uh, and uh, I love you guys in spite of it. Weren't you protesting at the shooting range? No, I was was having fun (laughs) shooting weapons. He's not that stupid. He's not going to (laughs) protest. No. No. Uh, So, Mark, pilot community update. Let's do it.
1: Uh, Basically, uh, I'm going to be, you know, posting a tutorial today. Now, probably uh, for the next little bit, uh, I'm going to have to slow down or back off uh, with the video tutorial. So I'm going to have to be using – Like the infographics that uh, I've used in the past, uh, just simply because of the issues I'm having with my MacBook. Where, as Tyler said, he was able to record and edit three videos in 30 minutes today, where one video would take me 30 days, or (laughs) the three videos would take me 30 days. So, um, until I'm able to figure something out with my MacBook and get it back up and running like it should, uh, you know, still going to be doing tutorials every week, but, you know, they're going to be more infographics instead of videos uh but i'm working on posting one now uh just talking about cruising altitudes uh something jason that i think you might benefit from uh when filing <laughs> your flight plan it's true so, i'm
0: not going to deny it yeah, we always
3: <laughs> run it by mark hey is this uh, altitude okay yeah
0: oh hey, no no no. the other one okay cool you guys want to fly oh, yeah mark what 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 altitude <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joe yesterday did that. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. He's like, "Mark, let's fly from, let's fly in London. That's where ATC is. All right, where do I spawn and what are we flying in?" Uh, I just come up with the idea. Your job is to file the flight plan and tell <laughs> me where to go. I'm the
2: idea person. You're the execution person. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: the
2: execution. Where you wanna fly?
0: Uh, I want to fly in a region with a plane, dumbass. <laughs> a- now you do the rest. That's what. That's what uh, you said in our very first interview, Joe. When I asked what your background in aviation was, you said uh, I flew a in a plane once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets so you technical. Know,
2: you know, uh, you know, Tyler's made the flight plane if we're at you know fifty-five thousand feet. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, one seventy-two. <laughs>
3: uh, I was an astronaut <laughs> in my past life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, Tyler and uh, Joe, uh what's up in the IFATC world lately? Seems like we've been having a a push, a, a good push through adding people, a new ATC recruits lately. So, what what's going on? What do you guys attribute that to?
3: Uh I think with this last update, this was probably the most ATC features that we received in one update. Usually it's like one or two things that'll just maybe fix an issue but not really add uh new stuff. So, I think um The program and controlling on Infinite Flight is becoming more user friendly, which is attracting more people. Over the last two weeks, we've added two to three new users every single day, which is that's probably the most I've seen. We've always been steady, you know, every week, but not two to three a day. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, so with adding like holding patterns and relocating the sequencing command, um, one of the biggest ones being able to actually remove the flight progress strip from your bay so that if you tell an aircraft, frequency change approved, you can just get rid of their strip instead of expecting them to switch. Yeah, and I'm actually working on a tutorial
0: right now for that. Awesome. So. I think, too, the, the there's just been, this is, the, this is the most number of users on live that I've ever seen yeah. on a regular basis. It's bananas. The it's increase unreal. in
2: traffic, I think, has brought a lot more attention to, to ATC as well. Yeah. It's just been, I mean, you posted the op numbers today, and, I mean, it's insane the amount of ops people are getting in a week.
0: Yeah, almost nine thousand traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Who was who was at the top of the list today? I can't remember. Was uh, it Murr? Uh, Merl was number Cup. one Solo with Cup. Yeah, Solo Cup with
3: 8,667 ops in, in one seven week. Days. And that's yeah. yeah, that's fifty-five hours
0: and sixty-two sessions. Fifty-five hours? That's more than a full time job. That's yeah. bananas. <laughs> Dude. We gotta have so, that guy on. We should have a, a all star uh lineup with Tom. Mert, uh, G-Bach, yeah, and, you know, the top, regular top five guys. Yeah, just as a quick
3: little uh, more to come kind of thing, uh, there has been talks about working on some sort of incentive program. I mean, these controllers are putting in countless hours, 55 hours in a week. That's more than, than, you know, than I actually control at work. Um, So we're working on ways to kind of reward those kind of high numbers and, and and a little more status um, all around. So I'll leave it at that, and there will be more to come. I mean, you've got the guy in
2: second who had, what, 85 hours? I mean, that's the amount of hours on these top you know, 10 people is ridiculous.
3: Yeah. yeah. It's,
2: it's insane the amount of time people are put
3: in. Yeah, and our very own Joe Riley, 3,600 operations yeah, buddy. in hours. What? Yes. Yeah,
1: well, that's your wife because whenever that? he re- <laughs> that's because every instruction he sends he sends three times yeah, absolutely
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, i don't do radar vectors because you don't get off for that so if everybody's an ILS.
0: uh even if i have to give it to them right before i clear them so you know there you go what we do all right thanks guys all right let's introduce our guest this week He's no stranger to FlightCast, with this being his third time joining us. Along with Laura and a team of others, Philippe Roland is responsible for all of us being here and having this great thing in common. As a developer of Infinite Flight and co-founder of Flying Development Studio, he works to bring us the best in mobile flight simulation. Philippe, welcome back to the show, and thanks so much for being here with us again. You're very welcome, Jason. First of all, uh, congratulations on the new update, which of course includes the... Boeing 787 Dreamliner. Um, why don't you give us your thoughts on how this update went?
4: Well, it was a it was a pretty big update, uh, as uh, most of you see, seen. Uh, it's it, it it's a really good update. Uh, I think most people. Uh, I mean, as usual, there is always uh, always people that are gonna they're not gonna be happy with uh, certain things, but most people, I think, were were pretty. Uh, ecstatic about the new uh this new aircraft and, and all the new features that we brought with that aircraft yeah. uh it really shows like that we're going in the right direction and um that we I mean we, we're doing what we always say that we want to do is just improve iterate uh with each new uh new update uh and each new aircraft that we release
0: okay yeah great so looking back on this update then what would you say is your favorite aspect of it and what do you think maybe could have gone smoother if anything uh, well it's
4: hard to see what can go smoother I guess I mean we can always say that we wish that uh, we could make those aircraft faster um, I think I think the hardest thing is is to decide when it when something is good enough right. um, we can't we can't just go down the rabbit hole every time and try to uh, to solve every single problem uh, issue every single little problems that people notice at some point uh, we try to I mean we have to cut to cut some corners at some point to to get it uh, in the hands of uh, of people uh, as soon as possible but while at the same time trying to to have the best quality uh, and, and showing an advancement in the quality every time and hopefully down the road uh, we will get to a level where it's, it will be really really hard to uh, nitpick on, on on things um and yeah that's that's pretty much
0: okay. what I have to say on that and so for the up for this update how do you think the dreamliner turned out
4: uh great i mean <laughs> it was it was uh it was a lot of work um it's actually the first time that uh we actually now have two artists that work on the aircraft to make it um to one one that's working on the cockpit and one that's work who's working on the on the outside i mean i guess they they work together also um for for the final touches um but that allow us to push the quality a little bit more uh while maintaining or or, um the the speed of our updates um and eventually at some point also making it faster
0: yeah okay so Philippe, you guys are just constantly bombarded with feature requests, and um, you know, even when this update was released, um, with many of those feature re- requests included, like um, WingFlex has been something people have been asking for since the start. Um, so you've addressed this before on the show, but just as an update, what is the best way for people to have their say when it comes to feature requests or ideas that they have?
4: Uh, usually the forum. Uh, I mean, we still have our um, feature voting uh, thing on, on user voice. I mean, this is the thing that we've had for for a long time, which we, we still check on there uh, from, um, from time to time, but we're really switching at a, to a, a forum-centric um, community. Uh, so if you have questions, if you have uh, issues, this is the best way because we have such a great uh, group of people that, will be able to answer you most of the time faster than we can, and they will be able to communicate to us uh, when there is there are issues that they can not answer. Uh, so I would, or or um, an answer about a feature that that they don't really know about. Um, this is this is important. There's already all the most of the information. I would say easily ninety percent of the questions that people have can be answered by. Using the search, the search, uh, the search bar in the forum. This is uh, most question that's been answered on on uh, features and when it's coming. And uh, usually the answer is soon or later. Um, but I mean, any any feature that that has been requested is something that we thought about, and we're just trying, like I said earlier, to prioritize and and to make make things um, as fast as possible, but at the same time trying to release.
0: Yeah. Uh, and with the with the forum actually I just want to give a quick shout out to Henrik Berg who's been on the podcast before uh, as part of the airport editing episode. He's one of the newest moderators on the forum. So congrats yep, to right. Henrik. Um these guys put in as as we know from last episode just a, a tremendous amount of time making sure that this they do. huge group of people is uh moderated and uh Man, um, the the forum is, and Philippe, as you know, I, I've I've struggled with the idea of the forum because it's um, it seems at first glance like wow, if I make a post on here, it's just an unmitigated disaster of conversation, and how in the world would my voice ever be heard? But I, I have to say, I agree. the The best place is to just. Po- make a post on the forum. Find out if there's already a post for that topic and use the like button because so many things um, for features are looked at in terms of, okay, how many times has this actually been requested? And uh, lo and behold, we have something like WingFlex showing up. We have a lot of libraries that have been requested now. Yeah. WingFlex was
4: one of the big ones.
0: Yeah. Well, and uh, so let's let's ask about gear tilt. That's something that people immediately once they see wing flex, you know, are saying, well, where in the world is the gear tilt? We've been asking for that forever. So uh, why don't you just speak to that now?
4: Uh, Well, I mean, that's going to be the same answer that we often say is, is, uh, you know, soon um, uh, that's something that obviously is part of a, of a simulator. Uh, This is something to improve the simulation of, uh, for, for the experience, so it's obviously something we want. Uh, we do have uh, other priorities uh, at some point, but sometimes those. I mean, Wingflex this time around was actually added pretty quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Once once we figure out uh, we the, the, the issue and and how to how to do it right, uh, or what's the good enough thing that we can do quickly that will give us the right the the result. And actually, Wingflex was. Uh, was one of those where we thought about, okay, we actually should do this this way, but this will require so much more development, or because it's not supported by the tools that we use. Uh, and then we've, we we thought about another way to do it that is uh, that that's the result that you got, and that was actually a lot easier, and and that's why you have it now. Cool. Uh, for Gear um uh, well, it'll come when it'll come. It might be. The same thing where we figure it out, we figure out a way to do it uh, e- uh, in a easier way. And because there's there's uh, there's a lot of technical aspect with the wheels because you have to handle, um, like you have to really represent it in a physical way, and, and it's not as easy um, as as you might think. I mean, we could we could figure out a way to do it just with animations, um, but I we're not sh- we're not sure it's going to give the right uh, the right feel.
0: Yeah. Uh, when, when uh i have a question about that when when i lower the landing gear on an aircraft it seems like they sort of go to the position they're supposed to go and then they flash a little bit and it seems like they're locking into place or whatever it is is there what's the technical reason for that
4: uh it's it's like a it's a legacy uh issue that we i mean it's the way we we did it at the very beginning and we that's that's actually quite, kind of what why the gear tails is not there at this point. Um, it's two models basically. There's there's one model of the of the gears uh, when the, the during the when the gears are are coming up and down, and then it switches to uh, a different model that that will be that will have the contact the physical contact with uh, with the ground. Okay. It's um, it's one. Let's treat it as a bug. It's an issue. It's a bug um that we haven't looked at yet uh, i mean we looked at it we just we just haven't decided to to fix this but we will at some point
0: you guys heard it first on Flightcast. Yeah. <laughs> the words out of philippe that's good journalism right there philippe in case you didn't know yeah <laughs> i'm it kidding is. you guys uh, philippe you seem to be really the businessman on the team and or or maybe you're not, but it seems to me that you are a decision maker. Um, so with so many possibilities uh, on where a flight simulator should go uh, and so many opinions from people like staff, moderators, uh, your annoying podcast host, beta testers and users, what's the process for deciding which direction you guys take? Like wh- what does the big picture look like and how do you kind of arrive there?
4: Well, I guess I mean we identify that flight simulation. It's uh, it's a community thing. It, people are are so passionate um, in in this field that um, we really want to bring uh, all the people that share the same passion together. And this is why we focused on live. Um, and I know we know that a lot of people want us to focus on. You know, buildings and gear tilts and and stuff like that. But we we have to. I mean, we we think that this is this is where um, where the fun is in flight simulation is instead of just being be- behind your your computer flying by yourself. Uh, it's important to uh, to have the community around you, know, people flying with you eventually, and and also sharing stories. I mean, sharing real life uh, you know aviation stories uh with with people that think alike um and that this is this is why we, we focus on 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 the forearm. i mean we brought up the forearm and um and really spend uh quite some time on on life uh, this is this is a big picture it's, it's a community community-oriented flight simulator uh that will get more and more precise and and, and accurate uh but we want to do it as a community
0: Cool. I'm assuming that as you add pe- uh, staff members that, you you know, you've got more voices in the mix. Is that something that you guys try and draw from? I mean, you've got Mark and Tyler that are, um, you know, immersed in the ATC and pilot communities. And then you've got these guys who, you know, are elusive that I can't seem to get on the podcast who are kind of in the background doing the coding and the textures and stuff like that. Um, do, how much do these opinions and thoughts, um, play into the direction of the company? Um,
4: well, you would have to ask them, but, uh, I, I'd like to think that we're, we try to be pretty transparent, uh, with, with our decisions. Um, the, um, the, this, for example, the decision with the, uh, seven, uh, the 787, uh, release um there, there was some some hard decision that we had to make uh about the pricing um and and this is something that we we talked about with the team because i mean me and rora we we talk about those things all the time I mean we're running a business uh and and i mean we're trying to have fun doing it but sometimes we have to make the right choice the the right decision i mean the the, the, the hard decision uh to so, so our business uh, grow or at least is able to, to, to survive in a very, very volatile market and very competitive.
1: Philippe, you know, this is something that uh, I know that we've all talked about internally, but how do you think that FlightCast itself, since this is, you know, in reference to the one-year anniversary, the celebration of it, but how do you think that FlightCast has, abso- ab, uh, you know, actually helped in with Infinite Flight? You know, what do you think it brings to Infinite Flight from, from your perspective?
4: It's, I mean, it's, it, it's what I would point out for anybody who's trying to do, um, any type of community thing within for the flight. I'm, I'm always, um, always saying do like, Flightcast. Like cast. I mean, just look at what they do. Uh, I mean, what, you know, Jason does, uh, and, and, you know, look at it. it's, it's to, to us, it's kind of a beacon of the community, uh, very, very professional and, and very high quality. And this is really, I mean, it's it's humbling to have this kind of quality, um, quality content, uh, community-generated content, for for our you know some something that is our life basically. Um, so that yeah, I mean, I I can't we can't be more happy with with uh, what Flycast has, has brought us, um, and has been really instrumental in, I mean, spreading the word and 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 really giving a, giving. A, Ha- giving a window into into the development sometimes sometimes it's hard to to see really to understand what happens um, when you just read a blog post and uh, it might be better it's i'm pretty sure it's better to to put a voice on a, on a on a name and and listen to the you know, to the actual source of information
0: well we're happy to do it it's awesome super fun and uh yeah thank you <laughs> it's awesome uh and actually let's give a shout out to um another guy in the community who puts a tremendous amount of time and effort into infinite flight and that's cam um cameron built live flight app which is liveflightapp.com and actually let's just take a quick break and hear about that right now mark have you heard of live flight for infinite flight yeah, man. I've used
1: it to track flights and to see which regions and airports are busy before, you know, planning my flight.
0: Right. Well, as you probably know, a new version of Live Flight is now available at LiveFlightApp.com. This new version is better than ever and has been rebuilt from the ground up. With a new design, more flight stats, a search feature, and airport information, tracking and planning your flight is easier than ever.
1: Oh man, I know. And now with the new downloadable KML files, You can download your flight data to any Earth browser, such as
0: Google Earth. It's so cool. Absolutely. And if that wasn't enough, you can now subscribe to Live Flight Horizon, a new service for only $1.99 a month that provides real-time, worldwide airport information such as weather, runway data, and charts. It also allows you to search for flights, active ATC frequencies, and airports. And as a Live Flight Horizon subscriber, you'll also get much longer online sessions, and you'll be helping Cam to keep developing and improving this great app.
1: So guys, make sure you head over to liveflightapp.com to give it a try, and also subscribe to Live Flight Horizon. It will make your infinite flight
0: experience so much better. And now, back to the podcast. Philippe, last time... You and Laura, who just for the sake of the podcast listeners, formerly known as Matt, uh, were on the show. You hinted at a few things coming up, which you've also done on the forum Uh, on April Fool's Day. You had uh, a couple of screenshots that were um, amazing. Uh, Can you give us a sneak peek into anything that's coming up for Infinite Flight now, uh, now that the update has just dropped for us?
4: Uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, now it's not not really a secret anymore. I mean, we we announced that this is something that we're working on uh, global, and this is what this is why I mean uh, uh, what what we will all focus on um, as much as we can. Um, There is no, I mean, we can we can't really talk about when the update containing global will come. Uh, It will come when it's ready. Um, There might or might not be uh, other uh, update. Uh, In between, if we realize okay it's taking longer than uh, than we anticipated, then we might drop a a intermediary update that that will contain more content. I mean, we have we have some stuff uh, lined up, uh, but um, yeah, that's it's not. I mean, we we can't we can't tell you tell you when uh, when it's gonna come simply because we don't know. Uh, but it's definitely something that we're, we think it's, it's the next step for infinite flight as a whole, um, to, to have everybody that being able to fly, uh, anywhere in,
0: in the world. So can you hint at any of this other stuff that's lined up? Uh, (sighs) I, I (laughs) I know you want to, I know you want to
4: more, more, uh, more, I mean, a new aircraft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll, we'll something
4: so, let's say let's say something that is uh uh okay, not an airliner.
0: Something not a something perhaps with a prop or a uh what what is it called not a, com- a, ram- a commercial ramjet commercial engine?
4: <laughs> not a commercial aircraft.
0: Okay. Is no. it a blimp?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we should probably do that. The
2: Hindenburg. Yeah. Good. Goodyear makes a good one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Snoopy one, Snoopy two. Uh, well, Philippe, let's get to some Facebook and forum questions, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. There were tons of them. So, uh, what I'd actually love to do, if you if you can spare a few extra minutes at some point in the coming week, is to just get some really quick questions and answers for the cast blog. Um, just so that yeah. our our podcast doesn't go to two hours Um, but I've chosen a few uh, guys that are still on the call if you want to uh, ask any other ones uh, when we're done these five then uh, please go to the forum or uh, Facebook and and pick your favorite Um, so I don't know how to say this properly but forum user keydog3 maybe um, asks how difficult was it to implement the wing flex into the 787 and do you have future plans on rolling it out Uh, wing flex that is to other aircraft
4: um so this is more a question to um our our artist and and laura as well uh so our artist created the animations and i mean rigged the um the model and laura did the uh, made it look good basically i tried to make it as realistic as possible uh the, the technical part was not complicated like I said earlier uh, we figured out a, a way I mean it's it's a very straightforward way to do it um, but I think the the most important part is to to get the feel right uh, to really make it uh, n- make it feel like not not too bendy or, or not enough um, I think that's the part that really uh, Laura iterated a lot on on, on, on it um,
0: that's true she actually made an Instagram post at one point comparing one wing to the other, and one wing had yeah, they, the, the settings on they, they, it one they, didn't, right? Yeah,
4: they, they, they're they both independent, so it's they, they all, both can bend uh, independently.
0: And they react differently to the turbulence than the frame of the aircraft right. does, right? So that's something that you guys had to take into account.
4: Yes. Right.
0: Cool. And there are other aircraft that have more wing flex than others is there a plan to kind of can you is the technology there for you guys to easily implement that into if you're doing an update on an aircraft
4: so i mean yes if we do an update on an aircraft i think now uh the uh the process of doing it is is will be um is, is known and we know it works uh so if we redo an aircraft uh, of course this is something that will if the aircraft is you know uh, uh, is adequate for for, for this effect. Okay. So usually, most of them are. Um, but we you know we we often we prefer focusing on new aircraft. Uh, but at the same, I mean, if there is one that come back, uh, and I, at some point after, I think once um, our global update is out, uh, we might look back at some older aircraft and and redo those those little parts.
1: Beauty. So the 172 will get wing flex whenever that's
0: redone? That's what I hear him saying. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only if Mark's flying.
1: Yeah. Oh, no doubt.
0: <laughs> so uh, the Tish, Zachary Tish is asking, how long was the drone cam, or as we knew it before now, uh, free flight cam, in uh, debug mode for? And how challenging was it to get it fully working without any problems?
4: Uh I mean we've had the free cam I mean what we known internally as the free cam uh and I think uh, I think Mark told me s- somebody suggested that it should be called a drone cam and I think it I think it fits better. Uh the free cam is something we've had from the very beginning because it, it helps us uh and when I say very beginning since like 2011 or actually 2010 when we really started um it's a, it's something that helps us really uh, debug and and especially for the terrain, for example, to to make sure that if you fly at some somewhere in the terrain, everything is um, everything works properly. Um, it, it it really uh, it's really something that you probably have in every single game uh, as a debug uh, thing to navigate around and yeah, make sure everything looks good from every angle uh, and. Um, but as as we um, as we saw, like more and more people using Instagram uh, or on Facebook, trying to uh, get nice shots, um, we realized that it was really important for people to to have such a an easy way to set up their shots and, and really control uh, where they want to put their their camera for for landings and, um, and and to us, it's one of those community uh, oriented feature. Uh, so so people can really have fun with 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 infinite flight uh and and make like really cool movies i mean we've, we're already seeing like after like a few days after we released it, we we seen like those incredible movies with nice nice music really well edited um that that's really why we we built this
0: yeah cool so every- technically
4: and technically the the problem i guess to answer the second part really quickly is technically it's it's to get it right on the to control it on on a device it's, uh when we created it it's it, it was on the on the pc like on the pc version of infinite Flight that we use for um the everyday development uh it's easy because we have a mouse and a keyboard and it's basically the same control as any um first personal shooter that, that anybody could use no, really? uh but it's to get it right and and for people to really understand easily how to move the camera and this is why i mean there's a for people who don't know, there's a tutorial in the forum if you search for it uh, that's really well made
0: by Mark. Thanks to Mark, yep. And yep. Uh, also on the YouTube channel if you're a subscriber there. Uh, so everyone I wants do. you to explain the helmet that you're wearing in your profile pic on the forum.
4: Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought I already explained that one. Oh, you might have. Uh, it was uh, what uh, – so I live in San Francisco, California, and there is, a, there is a NASA base, the Ames base in Mountain View, which is like about 30 minutes south of, of San Francisco, uh, actually 40 minutes south south of San Francisco. And uh, they used to have something called Yuri's Night. Uh, Yuri's Night was to celebrate the anniversary of the first astronaut in space. Uh, and it was like one of those event where you can go on the base and there's a bunch of, I don't know, uh, space-related booth. Uh, you can actually climb into, like, a, an old rocket that they, uh, I don't remember which one, but... Uh, and see how it was inside. And basically, uh, found the helmet, put it on, took a pic,
0: and that's that's the picture you have. All right. So that's a genuine space helmet?
4: Uh, no, I, th- I mean, no, no, no. I think that was just a, a costume. Uh, ah, okay. It was... I doubt it was a it was a real one.
0: So no nothing Star Wars related then, to debunk no, all nothing. of those myths. Not Star Wars um, related. So Daniel's wondering how hard was it to model and texture the seven eighty seven. I think you've talked about this a little bit already, um, and I'm not even sure how much you're involved with this airplane, um, but perhaps you can give us just a really quick snippet of your involvement.
4: Yeah. So um, uh, since the I mean since the beginning I've been involved with the technical aspect of that what uh, how how should we um, what technology should we use to to make to, to improve the quality of our aircraft um, and then we have uh, we have a developer uh, who's uh, in charge of creating the the shading of the aircraft so everything that the, the lighting how the lights uh, the the shading works on the on the aircraft the the uh, the fact that if it's shiny or not um, to i'm trying to simplify a little bit uh so i i basically come in and, and uh try to figure out yeah, what's what's the the best technology that will work on on all the devices and also um i spend a lot of time with our artists to uh explain i mean to work with him to um to make sure that he he creates this art so it works with those techniques uh, and this is something that we're is, is constant, We're constantly improving uh, to to try to inc- increase the quality. Uh, the seven eighty seven, for example, I mean, you saw that uh, we uh, we made the texture uh, bigger now. Actually, all the textures of all the planes are, are uh, created. The new planes, since I think the three twenty, uh, are created in in really high resolution. The problem is we can't really load those on old devices right. so we, we limit uh, and at some point i mean we'll raise the bar as more and more people um, update upgrade the device we'll, we'll just um, increase the, the the default quality
0: you just need to do uh, what but, microsoft does with internet explorer every once in a while and just stop supporting it
4: <laughs> yeah i know that's i mean it's true but at the same time i mean we have to be realistic with uh, our audience and we have a lot of people outside of the united states and we know that in countries where uh, iphone is not the norm and uh, the android devices are a little bit different they're they're often underpowered or very unbalanced so they might have a great cpu but the the gpu is not uh the graphics processing unit is not great uh and they have like those still those insane uh screen resolution which makes it really really hard to find the sweet spot where it runs smoothly and it's it, it works with uh, all the features that we have. So that's why we have all those settings um, where you can really choose what you're what you want to uh, uh, enable or not based on what your device can do. Because we can't we can't plan for every single device out there. There's way too many and and some that we cannot even buy here uh, in the in the states.
0: Can you can you um, release content on a minimum set of device criteria like if somebody's uh device if they're trying to download a new airplane or something can you serve up a different version of that airplane if their device meets certain criteria
4: well we do it for um just just between ios and android i mean it's it's the same i mean we're we have different um it's different packages because the textures are different formats okay so we could in theory but um we we're not because it's I mean, it's just more work. A lot uh, of work, yeah. Work, yeah. Uh, it's it's something we should probably do uh, at some point uh, because there's um, uh, there's such a disparity in with with devices. And iOS is this true because people tend to to upgrade more often. Uh, on Android, there's there's just uh, there's just too many devices, and and the update cycles are, are a lot longer than mm. than on iOS.
0: Okay. Cool. Well. Um... Guys, do you have any more questions for Philippe before we wrap things up here? Nope. 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 Okay. I think he covered everything. Yeah. Agreed. Very well. Uh, Philippe, do you have anything else to add before we close things up today?
4: Um. No. I mean, uh, beside the usual, if you know, if you want to uh, talk to us or, or, or interact, um, please go to the forum. Uh, we we try to be there. I mean, I I go there every day and, and look at uh, look at the the top post and and try to try to respond where I can where uh, when I have a quick answer that that I can um, a little bit of details that I can add to to a topic uh, I will um, I'm not gonna answer all the private messages that I get because uh, if I don't answer that means that the the, the answer is is really easily accessible uh, like if you if you search uh, that's every feature request please do not Send me, or send Laura, <laughs> or anybody in the team directly. Just just yeah. put in the uh, features. Um, other than that, please uh, subscribe to our amazing YouTube channel. I mean, it's it's been a lot of work made, uh, done by uh, Mark and Tyler. Uh, it's it's really really high quality. It's really good information. Just just also I me mean, to learn how to to use and and to get it from people that are. Uh, pilots uh, uh, and, and an actual air traffic controller. Um, it's, I mean, it's there's a lot, a lot of good content to learn from, from those, uh, th- good things to learn from, from those videos. So uh, subscribe and subscribe and like the videos and
0: comment. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Philippe Roland, thank you so much for making time for us again today. Thank you, Jason. That was Infinite Flight developer and co-founder, Philippe Roland, and he joined me today on Skype from the Bay Area in San Francisco, California. Thanks, as always, for listening. If you haven't already, head over to the App Store or Google Play and download Infinite Flight. For more of the podcast, visit our website and be sure to subscribe on iTunes or YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash FlightCastAudio and on Twitter at FlightCastAudio. FlightCast is brought to you by LinkHouse Media on the web at linkhousemedia.com. We can always use your help to keep the podcast rolling, and a few ways you can do that are by clicking the Donate button at the bottom of our brand new website or by heading to flightcast.audio/shop to buy your T-shirt, hat, mug, or iPhone case. To cover the fine print, FlightCast is not affiliated with Infinite Flight or Flying Development Studio. I'm Jason Rosewell. Thanks for listening, and happy landings. All right, guys. That's it. Sweet. Swap.
2: That's Great. twice a in a row. row you've made it all the way through.
1: No, it's not twice in a no, row. No, not twice in uh, a row. New, new. Oh, last mm-hmm. time wasn't, wasn't a go? New. No. Uh, no. Uh, I think the past couple of times he's kind of had to struggle a little bit. Well, the last two I've been here, he's, you know, done his
2: job. So. Well,
1: yeah, six months ago he did all right. Guys. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's I nice. would like to say while Philippe is here, Jason that I have actually got him using dumb now. No way. Now. I am so proud. Yes. The French yep. guy is saying dumb. It's, it's, it's says, only,
4: only when I quote Mark. <laughs> he said,
1: <laughs> Dumb and then he'll put in parentheses Mark and then he'll say he'll put that little copyright icon next to it.
4: <laughs>
0: well, watch yourself, man, because before you know it, you'll be working into conversation and your wife will be mad at you.
2: <laughs> or If you really don't watch it, you'll be... Uh... You know, on uh, Copenhagen and Mountain Dew.
0: Oh, man. Is, that, is
4: that Joe? Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't say hi. Uh, <laughs> so hey. I think it's the first time. I, I mean, besides hearing you on podcasts, podcast, I think it's, yeah. it's, it's. I
0: think it's the first time I. Oh, right, isn't yeah. that nice? The first, his uh, first, <laughs> Joe's first words to you were, "Is it a blimp?" <laughs> it's,
4: it's our first date.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, Joe says, is it a blimp?
0: Is it a blimp?
1: Because first impressions are the most important, you know.
2: Yeah. Like, a, uh, yeah. like, oh, man, I don't want to go get shot. <laughs> hey, Philippe, how's it hey, yeah. going?
4: Hey guys, can you hear
0: me? Welcome to the circus, Philippe. <laughs>
4: yeah, I can hear that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first thing you heard was an F-bomb. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, so Philippe, any questions before we get rolling?
4: Oh, that's a that was a good pun um <laughs> <laughs> Fun not
0: intended wow good one jay get a little closer